When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast where we discuss young adult fiction and horror, thriller, mystery, sci-fi, murder, horror, scary, spooky, teens. Today we're scary discussing teens. See You Later by Christopher Pike. I'm Lindsay Katak. I'm Kelly Nugent. And now we have been introduced by ourselves. Thank you very much for the introduction. You're welcome. <laughs> It's a pleasure to be here. Bit of a jumble tonight. Mm-hmm. Listen, there were parking problems. There you guys want to no parking? You guys, Mm-mm. there was none. There was no parking. It was upsetting. The, if you want to peek behind the curtain, we're both upset. It is nine o'clock on a Wednesday. It's nine o'clock. It's hot. Very hot this it's week. So hot. Mm-hmm. Unacceptably. Unacceptably hot. Mm-hmm. Um. So you know how we were talking about that thing where you're like, I'm feeling weird and anxious and depressed, and I don't know why. Oh, you mean life? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So this whole day, I'm like, man, like I feel like my sternum is like balsa wood. Like uh-huh. I just feel like it's like it's about to snap. Like I, I'm like I can't breathe all day. And I was like, it must be the heat. Mm-hmm. And then I remembered that my mom texted me this morning to tell me that my the dog I grew up with was put down this morning. No, Kelly. I of know. course that's what's I know. Going I was on. like, you fucking dumb. Wow, you really suppressed that one. Uh-huh. Because I, I saw it. I was like in the middle I'm of a sorry. phone patch um doing a VO job. And I was like, oh, I gotta respond to that. And I put it down because the person the client was like on the phone with me. So I couldn't deal with it. And then everything was just like manic all day. And I was like, fuck, I like didn't deal with that thing. Yeah. I mean she was okay. She was so old. How old was she? We got her when I was nine. Oh. So that, I mean, I'll and be 28. I'll be, yeah, she was six months old when we got her. But so if I'm oh. 28 right now, that she was 19. Yeah. That's old. Yeah. And I, the last time I saw her, which was this weekend, I was like, mm, this is probably gonna be the last time I see this dog. Yeah. Cause it was just, I don't know, it was really sad. Like it was, um, like her legs were, she was like stuck and she was like tangled in her own legs. It was really sad. I don't want to hear about it. I know. It was so sad. Talk about your feelings. I just don't want to mm-hmm. hear about, about the, the state the of dog. your dog. <laughs> but yeah, so I just, I, can't I, handle it. I called my dad um, on the way over here and we talked a little bit. And then I called my mom. And this is just my mom being bad at technology. Mm-hmm. She drops out like four times on the call. Like the mm-hmm. call just keeps getting dropped. And I text her and I just go, Oh, you don't have service? And then she texts me four times. I do. I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> and I was I like, do. I don't think you do. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, I feel worse for my parents just because they're pretty sad. I cried for days when my dog died, my mm-hmm. childhood dog. Yeah. I was yeah. surprised at how much it hurt. I think... That had this dog been cognizant of the world around her for the last like year and a half, because like for the last year and a half she was blind and deaf, 
Oh, no. Yeah, it was just not like. Yeah, we put our dog. Well, my yeah. mom had to do it. But yeah, my mom put our dog down before yeah. that started to happen. I'm much more of a mercy killing person, I guess. Yeah, I think my mom too. Than my but... parents are. Because my dad, I mean, I won't go into details, but like it was pretty bad. And he like brought her this morning and got it done. But like I would have done that. I mean, she couldn't even walk in a straight line. She would just mm-hmm. be standing there and just would fall over. Mm. So I was like, I would have, I don't know. What is that a good existence? Yeah, my mom, I, I think my mom did the right thing, but it also, it really fucked my mom up. Yeah, because no, it's she gonna was fuck you still up. herself, the mm-hmm. dog, Dixie. Oh, she Dixie, that's herself. my aunt's name. Oh, Hi, Aunt Dixie. Oh, hi, Puppy Dixie. Hi, Puppy Dixie. Oh, Yeah, my mom was really upset because, yeah. because Dixie was still Dixie. Mm-hmm. See, Salsa was not Salsa. Oh, salsa. Isn't that a good name? <laughs> salsa. That's such a good dog yeah. name. Yeah. Salsa. Oh. Salsa was not salsa for probably like two years. So Poor I salsa. think I think I would be I'm I probably am going to be very sad like later tonight. Yeah. Um but you're realizing that you were not even <laughs> aware that that's why you were upset. I was so stupid. I was just well, sitting on my couch hyperventilating. Thing. And I was like, why am I hyperventilating? Oh, it must be the must heat. Be nothing. I was like, oh, it's so hot out. I can't breathe. Yeah. And then I was like, oh my God, you dumb shit. Like your dog died. <laughs> it's so easy to compartmentalize though. <sighs> I mean, it's involuntary. It's not like I'm saying to myself, this thing happened. It upset me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put it in this little box and I'll think about it later. It just goes in the box. And oh, yeah. You yeah. Forget. Because I got the text and immediately had to go back to being like, where it's fast, fresh, and friendly. Because I was doing a fucking job. And it was for a commercial job where I had to be For a salad place? Because that's what it sounded like. For Parkers, if you go to any of the Parkers in um, uh, their convenience stores in the South, um, you will hear my voice uh, in any of those convenience stores. And now you'll know that Kelly was thinking about her dead dog. Yeah, try and figure out which ones I was thinking about my dead dog during, because I did about half of them before knowing. Oh, wow. This is a thing I've never considered uh-huh. with voiceover. What's going it's on like, in someone's mind? Yeah, what's going on for that person? Did you watch that video that they released, that someone released? I forgot who it was. Very funny. so. It's a woman getting Doesn't texts familiar. from her mother while she's doing a voiceover job. <gasps> really? It's very, very, very funny, because it's like a mix of like moms being sketch, bad at technology. Right? Yeah. Okay. And also just like oh, that's funny. the annoyance no offense to any directors that might be listening to this, but the annoyance of some voiceover directors that don't know what they want mm-hmm. and you having to say the same fucking dumb line <laughs> over and over again. So it's all that at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's very, very good. You should watch it. It sounds I'll send funny. it to you. I will. And audience, please check it out. Mm-hmm. It's a peek behind the curtain also with that. That's, uh, yeah, that's such an interesting thought <laughs> that people will be like, I've seen a commercial for a groceries or a convenience store. Mm-hmm. And while that woman was talking... Dog was dying. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I was definitely thinking about a dead dog when I was talking about, there's a part where I was talking about chicken. I was thinking about my dead dog. <laughs> Is there a part where you had to talk about salsa? Oh my God. Nightmare. Oh, to our salsa no. bar. Ooh. No. <laughs> Why is the woman in the PA system crying? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> I don't pretend to know Hollywood. Convenience. <laughs> um, but yeah, please do go to Parker's. <laughs> i'm um, glad that you d- do still endorse them i do endorse like, personally them. i've never been there oh okay seems like a great place oh, okay just I from do, the copy yeah well i do um 
like they have like you know how a lot of stores will have like in-store radio so they'll play music and then they'll have like mm-hmm. djs come on that will do like casual ads uh-huh. like hey you know like while you're here check out blah 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 yeah so it's a very casual read and it's like i'm pretending to be a dj <laughs> so i i have to like pretend to be like guys how are you doing today i hope you're doing well listen while you're here pick up some coffee like <laughs> <laughs> so i was like dead like, dog dead dog hey dead dog. you've just heard tell it to my heart by taylor dane <laughs> why don't you check out the doritos <laughs> yep yep speaking of taylor dane Great Danes. Great Danes like to eat biscuits. We've got a sale on cookies. <laughs> it wasn't even for dog no, food. No, it's for, it cookies. for cookies. Human for cookies. Human cookies. Human cookies. Oh, boy. Um, speaking of humans. There are some in this book. There are some in this book. See you later. Man, I was jamming through this book. Yeah, it's a quick one. Yeah. I kind of liked it. It's pretty action-packed, too. Mm-hmm. All right, so the book this week is See You Later, the logline or tagline. Tagline, logline, tagline. It's for a, a tagline because it's tagline. Like, it's a tagline because, like, for a right? movie. Okay, so the tagline for this is a story of love and hate beyond time. He fell in love oh. with the right girl at the wrong time. Mm. It's a good one. It was one of my favorites when I was a teenager. I could definitely see myself because I have not read See You Later. Mm-hmm. I could see like thirteen-year-old Kelly going mm-hmm. ape shit for this book. Yeah. Like this book was my jam. Yeah, it's very cool. Because it involves time travel. Yeah, time travel, computer programming, nuclear war, mysterious people that are really rich. Uh huh. Unrequited love. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you want to read the back? Sure. Do I you mean, read our, it off mine? oh, wow, yours is long, long, long. Well, it. Because look at how long mine is. It's the bottom half. Because remember, I have the oh, double. Oh, my. Yeah, just read yours. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, mine is. Basically, the entire book. It's the, the entire book. It's it's a very long. fold out. It's an accordion fold out pages. Yep. For sure. Okay. Mark has fallen hard for Becky, even though she already has a boyfriend. He's close to giving up when the mysterious Kara arrives, determined to bring Mark and Becky together. But why does Kara care so much? And just how far will Mark go for the girl he loves? That's it. Oh. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and go read, ahead and read, read some highlights, more man. of a description of the book. Yeah. All sure. Right. Mark has just graduated from high school. Like already. Well, I mean, we are, we are already. We've already found out more I about feel Mark. Like, yes, I feel mm-hmm. like I've read 50 pages. Okay. Mark has just graduated from high school and has just fallen in love for the first time. The girl's name is Becky. Unfortunately for Mark, Becky has a boyfriend. Mark tries his best, but is unable to win Becky for himself. Then Mark meets a young couple, Vincent and Kara. Both look extremely familiar to him although he could swear he's never seen them before. They quickly become good friends. Kara does not want Mark to give up on Becky. This is so long. This is basically no, the this book. This is so long. This okay. is the book. Kara does not want Mark to give up on Becky. In fact, Kara is obsessed that Mark and Becky get together. Kara comes up with an elaborate scheme to break up Becky and her boyfriend. Mark thinks the scheme cruel. He try- This is the book. <laughs> he tries to stop Kara. He doesn't succeed. Suddenly, Becky is a free woman, and Mark can't help but ask her out on a date. Then things start to get very strange. This is so long. (laughs) long. But it is helpful. No, it's so helpful. An evil man appears out of nowhere. Somebody is kidnapped. Somebody is tortured. Kara knows what is happening, but she refuses to talk. She has good reason not to talk, for no one would believe the story she has to tell. But in the end, Mark does believe her. When all he loves appears to be lost, and the world stands on the verge of destruction. 
Wow. I mean, that's that's the, the book, book, man. It's a short, it's a quick one. It's a quick read. In that everything is so compacted, like yeah. not that much happens Mm-mm. and very quickly. Because there aren't a ton of characters. Mm-mm. And there isn't a lot of time wasting. Mm-mm. Like we are in it and he is... This book reminds me so much of Starlight Crystal. Yeah. Not only because the Traveling video game. Time, yeah, same person. And the video game that he designs is yes, called Starlight The Starlight Crystal. Crystal. That was so exciting. Yes. I was like, oh, yay. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, the tra- the fate, traveling time, like how you can't, how you shouldn't mess with time too much. And how you, yeah, you can't, you can't, Mm-mm. period. You can't. Uh, yeah, so the basic gist of the book is that Mark is a video game designer. Um, he goes in a record store. He meets the cashier, Becky, has a crush on her, keeps going back and visiting with her. They really get along. She has a boyfriend named Ray. Suddenly these people show up. And when they, when the back of the book says Kara becomes obsessed, it's basically the first thing she says to him. Yeah. That She's was like, the thing. You got to get with her. No. It, there really should have, that was rushed. There really mm-hmm. should have been like a few weeks where they were just being friends with Mark mm-hmm. because Vincent and Kara, supposedly a couple, show up. Vincent says next to nothing. The only thing mm-hmm. he does with Mark is gets him to play a video game that he's deci- designed called Decision. Mm-hmm. And it's about nuclear war. And the point is that you have to win and keep as few people from dying as you can so the whole time mark is being friends with vincent and kara he's playing this game he can't figure it out blah 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 but yeah every time he plays everyone dies yeah every time every time he can't save well not just every like the world is destroyed Mm -hmm. and a lot of times the space station in the game is destroyed too so like there's this point where Mark has at least figured it out to where the space station still exists. Yeah. And he considers that a victory, but Vincent's like, nope, not a victory. Keep playing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess that that does imply there's a lot of time passing. Mm-hmm. But Kara is trying to break up Becky and Ray the first day she meets Mark. Yeah, she's like, so it makes um, no sense. You need to get with this girl. <clears throat> I mean, it doesn't just, I mean, obviously it makes no sense. Like, Mark's like, why is this happening? But it, it, it's too fast for the mm-hmm. book. It is. And I get that she is panicked because mm-hmm. she comes back. Because basically the situation is, should we reveal the twist now? Yeah, may as well. Okay, so the situation is that she is Becky. And that's something that I think you see coming because she's so obsessed. I didn't see it coming when I was little. I don't think I would have as a kid. Mm-hmm. As an adult, I did. Just because interesting. I couldn't even put myself in the mindset of seeing it coming because it was such a surprise to me. Yeah. Like, I, I just, younger. I was like, oh, she's, she's Becky. Because Becky won't tell him her first name. That was like, I was like, okay. That's true. And that then, is a very yeah. big clue. Yeah. And then Becky also just like. people she loves her first name. And. Which is Kara. Yeah. And just because I know Christopher Pike and I know that he likes time travel and he likes like fucking with fate. That's true. I was like, okay, this girl's obsessed and wants to make him be with this other girl. Mm -hmm. She probably loves him and she's the other girl. And that that was like my thought. Good instinct. Thank you. Yeah. Because that was right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So she, okay. So So basically she's Becky. Kara is Becky. She has kind of, yeah, from the future. She's kind of disguised herself a little bit. But 
also there's like magic involved. What, well, not magic, but it's implied that even like all she had to do is disguise herself a little because nobody's mind would be like, like you can't fully comprehend that you're seeing a, yes. an exact copy of a person you know so your brain i think it's like you know how a sentence will be jumbled and you'll still kind of yeah. read it as being straightforward because your mind will make it make sense yeah it's so like, i think um, it's your mind makes it make sense when the aztecs first saw spanish ships coming in they mm-hmm. didn't know what ships were and so they literally saw because a lot of times we like look back on um uh like the uh written accounts i guess of yeah i've heard uh, this that before. culture where the, like they refer to them as clouds mm-hmm. the the sails and it really is because it's like if you see something that you've never you have no context for yeah, you've there's never no seen it way to process it yeah they were just like oh those are clouds mm-hmm. and so i think yeah he was just like these are people that kind of look familiar but yeah but his brain won't can't focus on it mm-hmm. that's from something what is that from it's like you're looking right at something. Oh my god, that does so sound familiar. You just either don't see you it. Just, yeah, you 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 keep going to the periphery. What is that? What the fuck is that? <gasps> is it Doctor Who? Is it? No, no. Is it Buffy? No, no. But it sounds like Doctor Who, though. It very oh, much. No, no, no. It is Doctor Who. What is it? It's um. <gasps> it's not the. It's um. Motherfuck. <laughs> it's an episode of Doctor Who. Maybe it'll come to us later. We'll keep talking about the book. Okay. But it's definitely an episode of Doctor Who yeah. where it's like your brain just has to veer. Yeah. It just can't see it. Because you can't comprehend the thing. Yeah. It sounds very much like I have not, to be fair, I don't think I haven't seen every single episode of Doctor I Who. I don't think it's The Silence. That's what it's called in that season, right? 11. Oh my God. Wait. Is it The Silence? Wait, season 11? I. Doctor don't. Eleven. Doctor Eleven. The Eleventh Doctor. I haven't seen any of that. Really? I don't think so. Matt Smith? No. What? I am I haven't seen that. Which I've I stopped at um the after David Tennant. I mean, I understand because he's the best doctor. Yeah, it's but... a lot. But no, it was because um why did I stop? I think I just got busy. Yeah. That's and fair. then I was like, oh, I'll revisit that There's later. There's just been so much Doctor Who since then. There has that's been why I'm surprised. so so much. Yeah. Um, but I'm not a huge Doctor Who person. Like, I'm not, uh, like, a person that knows all the trivia and stuff. I got so into it. But yeah. I, I, can't, I, I can't go back and watch Classic Who. It's just I haven't like, watched it's any It's too much, and it's so old, and mm-hmm. the series is so different now that it's just a, a new, it's just its own thing. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, so, uh. What is it? What is it? I'm having it's like definitely the inklings an episode of, of a. Who. I'm. <gasps> I feel very confident in that. Now. No, no, it is okay. When when they're in um fuck fuck it's it's uh wait right it's it's when they're in um some kind of libraryish place, right? No, it's not that the, thing. The the library one is the um. What are those little things? And then it's it's the it's it's basically like deadly termites. <laughs> yeah, like termites. So it's not that, that one. Your whole body. No. Okay. Motherfuck. All right. We'll keep talking about the book. I, it'll probably come to us when we're not directly thinking about it, mm-hmm. much like the very thing we're talking about, mm-hmm. because you can't look at it directly. Your yeah. brain shifts. Yeah. Um, anyway. So, so yeah. So she basically in 
the timeline in which Kara exists as the blonde Scottish woman. <laughs> Becky has married Ray. Ray is very power hungry. He becomes president of the United States, um, basically launches full on nuclear war mm-hmm. against China. And everything gets fucked up and terrible and ruined. And he drags yeah, Kara. is scorched. It's scorched. He drags Kara onto the space station. About a hundred people on this space yeah. station. But because they're the only ones left on this space station, they're the only ones left and they're on this space station, they just slowly start running out of air. Mm-hmm. And she begins to die. They're all dying of like mm-hmm. asphyxiation. Mm-hmm. And she sees these like big ships. globes of light yeah. that are descend ships. descend onto the earth. Mm-hmm. But then the quote unquote ships take them and they're called the alumni. I kept reading I, as Ill- I, Illuminati. Oh, really? I kept, I just reading, kept reading alumni. And I was like, <laughs> that's too close to the word alumni, Pike. It's very close, very close. Because it's I L L U M N I. Oh, alumni. Alumni. Ill. <laughs> sick. Yeah, so sick. So sick. Um, sick, bro. <laughs> sick. Sick, uh, bro. Plot device, bro. Cool. Um, but yeah, so she, so then she, she oh, is given the chance. Take her, yeah. yeah. And they're like, supposedly the alumni give all of them the chance to go back in the past and some point in their lives to try to change the future. They're like, you get to try to fix this. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, uh, our main character, what's it, Mark, mm-hmm. um, has a heart condition. Yes. And the way his life ends up being is that he dies at 29 of a heart condition. Mm-hmm. His, they freeze his body. That's what Kara yeah. says. Kara says they froze your body and they put it up north of the Arctic Circle. So you weren't affected by the nuclear, um, war. nuclear war. So they sent her. She came across him. She, they're like, in a forest. What do you want? And so she wants, she... She's been thinking about Mark all these years. And so they bring Mark to her. But Mark is now this very enlightened being. <laughs> and that's who Vincent is. Mm-hmm. Vincent is Mark. But like chill as fuck. But so chill. So chill. Like Buddha Mark. <laughs> and a side note. T- did you know that in Buddhism, the-, the whole enlightenment thing doesn't mean that you don't feel feelings. It just means that you are able to stay in the present. It doesn't mean mm. that you like go off and you sit on a mountaintop and float. Mm. It just means that you like don't get caught up yeah. in samsara. You're not like caught up yeah. in, in your own reactive brain, yeah. which sounds very Scientology because Scientology borrowed from everything. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not even really what Vincent is. No. Vince, but Vincent is like straight up not human. Like right. he's way he's way beyond yeah like elevated yeah. he's he's like an angel or something yeah he's basically like an angel yeah unbeknownst to Kara and Mark Ray has also been offered this mm-hmm. to fix things so he's like great my thought is I'm gonna go well he's like well fuck like they're gonna try and get together and not marry me and if I don't. Uh, and Kara's not going to marry me. Mm-hmm. And if Kara doesn't marry me, or Becky doesn't marry me, then I'm not going to be president. But I need to be president so that I can just take out China 
from the top. It's not even that. And um, so the Ray that comes back is calling himself Frederick. So that's his middle name. Right. Everyone's using middle, yeah. middle names. Except for Kara, who's using her first name. Because mm-hmm. um, Becky's her middle name. Twist. Mm-hmm. Um, no, Frederick just comes back because he finds out what they're intending to do. Mm-hmm. And he's like, fuck that. I'm going to fucking kill you. Because if I can't have you, no one can. It ends up being that. Yeah. No, and no, it, no. That's the whole... That's his intent from the beginning. Well, no, no. I mean, um, Kara like tells him that it's because he wants to take out China. Kara tells Mark that when she's like telling the whole story, she's like, he thinks that if he can take out China from the top, then true. But yeah, but, but it, it he doesn't, doesn't need to take that. out Becky. No. He doesn't come out. He doesn't come back to take out Becky. No, no. He he just want he wants to get rid of Kara. He's mad at Kara. Yes. Um. His wife of his present. Yes. Um, and I guess, so they're given 30 days to complete their mission. Mm-hmm. And then they just... Cycle of the moon. Yeah. And then they basically stop existing and the new reality takes place after that period. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked that, like, Kara and Becky, I liked that they couldn't survive what Kara had tried to do. Because I yeah. saw Kara's journey and her decision... Mm-hmm. As very like reflective of the game decision, where yeah, um, you have to not play at all. Yeah, basically the thing is the only way to win is that you can't play at all, and not only is that representative of what Frederick as president should have done, which is like not do anything, mm-hmm. but instead he's like, you know, when he was talking about his plan, he was like, oh, if I had taken out China at the top, maybe we wouldn't have had this war. But it's like, no, you still would have, and everyone still would have gotten destroyed. Yeah. So you not have only to not. Yeah, you just have to not do anything. And that's the same for Kara. I hadn't thought about that. Mm -hmm. That's a really good point. It is the same thing. Yeah. And so just by trying to do something, you can't win the game. Mm -hmm. By trying to change, I guess, fate too much. Not, I don't think it's change. I think it is specifically like battle. Battle, yes. Yeah. Because she tries to kill. uh, She sees him as China. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. Ray is China. Mm -hmm. And so she tries to take him out before he can do anything. Well, the real plan is just to break him and Becky up right. because she views herself, Kara views herself, Becky, mm-hmm. as being so important mm-hmm. to Ray's development that she's the only reason he really gets to the point where he has control of the nuclear weapons. Yeah, she was like, without me, he never would have been president. Yeah, so her only plan is just like, oh, I'll break up Becky and yeah. Ray and then like he'll never be president because yeah. I'm so great. That was so funny. I was like, it's <laughs> funny. Mm, he might. Still be. Yeah, I think he'll still pursue his yeah, dreams, he'll maybe. Still do it. Um and it's yeah, so she she sees him as China and she well, because so she starts freaking out once she realizes like my plan's not working because it turns out Frederick's here. Mm-hmm. He came back, she didn't know that, and she's like, fuck, he told Ray that like I had tried to break them up. And that's not that's fucking up my plan. So I just need to take him out before he can even become Frederick. Mm-hmm. Do you want to try to talk about the book a little more chronologically? Because yeah. I feel like we've, we've talked about huge chunks, yeah. but not really how they yeah. fit together. Um, so it starts It starts with Mark going into this record store. Yes. And he meets Becky. And he's like, I'm a game developer. Like, yeah, they're cute and flirty. Mm-hmm. She's like, what like, I have planned oh, one of your games. games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And his game is called the Starlight Crystal, which is the name of another of mine and Kelly's. Favorite, favorite books christopher pike books so that was uh, a fun which is easter egg. even more complicated oh god it's yeah, so complicated it was a fun easter egg um mm-hmm. 
and and then she buys the game so that the next time he comes in, she's been playing the game, mm-hmm. which is really cute. Yeah, I liked that. Mm-hmm. They did genuinely have like a chemistry. They did. She mm-hmm. was like, she loved to like kind of razz him and but talk to him. And yeah. she thinks he's really smart and cool. Yeah. And she is interested in the things he's interested in. She, um, she seems smart and cool. Together. Yep. And she's like, I don't eat chocolate. It gives me zits. But then she eats Rocky Road anyway. She always eats chocolate with him. Mm-hmm. Um, so then after a while, that's when Vincent and Kara show up. Yeah. Do they just show up in the record store? Vincent right. shows up he, in the record he store. He meets, right, Kara's and, staying away yeah. because of Becky. Yeah. And Vincent's like, I've been looking at this thing. It's too cool for school. Yeah. He's so cool. He's like, yeah, you're a good, uh, you're a good developer. Mm-hmm. He's like, Becky's been telling me all Yeah. You. He uses I'd love Becky. love it if you could help me out with my game. Yep. And that's when they go out back to their mansion in their Ferraris. <laughs> they each have a Ferrari, which one is so red, One black. Why? That's so stupid. <laughs> Why? I I did think that part was kind of lame. I was like, you guys don't need Ferraris. Come yeah, on. they're they're like from the future trying to stop a nuclear war, and they're like, I also want to drive a Ferrari because mm-hmm. they do bring back bags and bags of gems. That's yep. how they've had their purchases. <laughs> yeah. They're bags of gems. <laughs> they're like basically on the gold standard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like here are bars of gold. <laughs> we will exchange this for Ferraris. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Our favorite president is Andrew Jackson. <laughs> mm. What a diss to um Frederick. Indeed, president later. They're de- Frederick is definitely not their favorite president. No, <laughs> in their ranking of favorite presidents, mm-hmm. he's pretty low. So he's definitely president. I thought he was just a general. You know, and I don't think he ever became president. Yeah, that's what I'm. He wanted to be president, but then he just was like. Does he think without Becky that he could be president? Yeah. I think he thinks. I am kind of, I guess I'm kind of fuzzy on what Frederick's plan is in coming back. I his, thought it was just that he's like, fuck you. If I can't have you, no money. I think it turns into that. I think he originally goes back because he's like, she's going to try to break us up. And without her, I can't guarantee that I'm going to have control over the nuclear uh, weapons mm-hmm. and he's like I need to take out China first yeah. like that was always something that he was like ah if I could have the one that got away yeah um, but then I think it turns into him being like crazed I think everyone just ends up being crazed him and Kara here it is yeah um, so she's, she's explaining to Mark um, I won't read it because we're, I don't, we don't want to jump ahead too much because that's what we're already doing. But um, <laughs> so even though he was a general in his early 40s, he was far from satisfied. He wanted to be the most powerful man on earth. He wanted to be president of the United States. Okay. So here's the thing. <laughs> Generals don't decide when to fire nuclear weapons. I know. He's just a general. Like, yeah, what is he? He's he's like hmm. the general, but the president is commander in chief. You don't get that decision i mean i guess just as an advisor he would be like mr president we we have to do it yeah although yeah maybe his mission in coming back is to make sure he becomes president i think he wants to be president probably he was arguing for a sooner strike and the president was like "Mm, i don't know (laughs) in his view obviously the president should never have agreed to it no never um yeah i agree yeah 
So anyway, uh, Vincent and Kara show up. They're chilling with they're weirdos. They're, they're just like, a let's go to weirdos. They're like, do you want to like, let's eat ice cream all day. Let's go. Like you play this game. Help me. Yeah. Help me design it. But then also like, don't really help me. I just want you to play it. Well, it's like he just wants his feedback because Mark, as soon as he starts playing it, he's like, uh, why do you need my help? These are the <laughs> most amazing graphics I've yeah. ever seen. <gasps> Nobody's computer on earth yet has the capability to run this kind of program. It wouldn't be fast enough. There's not enough memory. Mm. Um, where did you get this computer? And yeah. it's like, oh, I kind of tricked it out. Uh-huh. Yep. Except in his non-emotional robot way of like, I yeah, <laughs> nothing Vincent says is remotely interesting or no. human. And he's like, I mean, you're not going to sell any of these because no one can play it. And he's like, that's not. He's like, I don't my wanna, interest. I'm not interested in I selling. I just want to know what you think of the game. He's like, do you like the game? Do you like it? He's like, There's the a secret. There's a secret in the game. Can you figure out the secret? And the whole time Mark's like, I can't. Yeah, I, I don't know the secret. And then in the background, Kara's just twirling around going, <laughs> you should ask Becky out. Yeah. Kara is eating ice. She's like sucking on some she's, ice cream. Mm-hmm, so much chocolate. <laughs> she's eating chocolate ice cream. Now she's not worried about that. No. Just um, not how that works. Nope. Uh, and then she's like, let's look at the moon through a telescope. Because she's obsessed with the moon. Mm-hmm. I like the part, yeah, when Mark goes to look at the telescope and every time his and Vincent's head get too close to each other they like mark starts to get faint Mm -hmm. he attributes it he attributes it to his sickness his heart but really it's just because he and vincent are the same person i think Mm -hmm. and you can't be too close that's why Mm -hmm. becky and kara are never really that close yep together she's avoiding becky so that becky doesn't Mm -hmm. recognize her and flip out um but yeah so the whole time becky's or i'm sorry kara's got this plan she's like i'm going to break up Ray and Becky. Becky. She's like, Ray's not a good guy. I'll show He's you. He's a dick. I can tell. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to the bookstore he works at. I'm going to go down to that Barnes & Noble or that B. Dalton. Mm-hmm. Or that. <laughs> that Borders. <laughs> that Borders or that. What was the one with the W? B. Dalton. God, I haven't Walden thought of B. Dalton so long. Books. Walden Books? I don't know. Well, that sounds I only knew Barnes right. & Noble and Borders and B. Dalton. He don't crown books crown books crown, crown books, books is like the yeah i raised my fist like i was <laughs> wasn't crown books like d- discount books spring. yeah crown books is still there are a few of them they are still discount books i think it's walden books i'm gonna google it yeah he works in a bookstore so carol like goes there and hits on him and he asks her out because apparently he is a douche but also i will say that each of these people feels a connection to each other mm-hmm. because they're this like uh mark feels connected to um vincent and Kara to vincent and Kara because he is vincent and because he loves Kara and or because he loves becky and i think i mean yeah ray is kind of gross and like he like <laughs> lies and then about having a girlfriend and then goes yeah. to he, hang out he with calls her. becky his cousin <laughs> yeah. uh yep walden books and then i looked on the map Weird. There aren't any near us because it went out of business. I knew it went out of business, but it was just funny that like Can you it was even like where are the Walden any Walden because in the Google search oh hello in the Google search what came up was Walden books and then just below Walden books near me I was oh. like there aren't going to be any <laughs> there aren't going to be any 
B. Dalton bought Walden Books, and then Borders bought B. Dalton, and then Borders folded. Thanks, Amazon. <laughs> yep. No more Walden Books. I'm looking at all of the United States and <laughs> Canada. Um, but that was what was in my mall, right next to mm, the movie theater. B. Dalton was definitely there. We had a Borders and a Barnes & Noble. Barnes & Noble came later, though, because I think we had yeah. Borders first. Yeah. And I think there still is a Barnes & Noble at the mall near my parents. At the Barnes Delamo & Noble mall. is like the only bookstore chain that survived, mm-hmm. as far as I know. I remember it being like a little bit more ritzy, too. Yeah. Borders I, was always smaller, and then it became a huge box store. Yeah. Just before that was not going to be a thing anymore. Mm-hmm. And I remember always going to Crown and being pissed off that I couldn't find the books that I wanted. Yeah, because it's shitty. Because it's <laughs> shitty. They have garbage books. Yeah. Oh my God, Crown Books. I went to a Crown Books because there's this like Baroque down mall in um, Eagle Rock. Sherman Oaks. No, I love Eagle Rock. You know that mall though? I love that fucking Filipino with the che- mall. With the uh, Chuck E. Cheese. I love that mall. It's my favorite mall. I want to go it's in that the mall. the only Target worth going to. Oh, really? Yeah. It's Target. I love it's Eagle like, Rock. Way less busy. I love Eagle Rock. Guys, if you have to go to Planned Parenthood, go to the one in Eagle Rock. Oh. No shit. You will get, I called to renew my birth control. Mm-hmm. And they were like, you want to come in right now? And I was like, that's crazy. Uh, no, I'll come in tomorrow. <laughs> but I will warn you, I got, um, well, I was there. Usually when I go there, they're like, do you want a full screening? And I'm like, yeah, yeah sure. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, great. Um, it's training day. Oh, no, yeah. not the phlebotomist. Yeah, yeah. So then the girl comes in and she's like, okay, um, I'm going to use your left. Jesus I'll use your Christ. right arm. And I, no. I was like, no. And then no. she's like trying to find, it's bruised because she's like trying to find my vein. She cannot find it. I have pretty easy to find veins. She's like, um, is it here? And she's like asking the other girl. And the other girl's like, yep, do you see it? And she's like, okay, um. And then oh she, my God. Nightmare. she sticks the needle in it no. and then she's moving, she's oh, angling no. the needle no. in different angles around while it's in me and it hurts so bad and no. it hurts so bad. And she's like, oh. she's like, um, I'm not getting anything. And Is it because you're twirling around your needle inside <laughs> my arm maybe? And I was like, you know what? I'm good. We don't have to keep, we don't have to do this because oh it hurts so bad. And she's like, God. she's like, well, maybe you can like drink a lot of water and then like. Um, in like, 20 minutes, it'll be easier to come think this out. is my vein's fault? I was like, girl, I don't want to. And I was supposed to get my uh, Gardasil shot thing. And I was just like, I don't want to. I was like, I'll come back a different time. I had. Okay. So I'm showing Kelly my arm right now. Yes. I'm seeing your so, arm. You know, they usually go at the, mm-hmm. at the bending point of yes. your elbow. Because that's where the clearest veins are. This bitch <laughs> went here. This bitch went in my fucking forearm. <laughs> And I was bruised, like, from my what? elbow Why would she go down to my wrist. I was like, what are you doing? And she said, well, I can see the vein there the best. I was like, I really don't think you should do that. And she was like, I know what I'm doing. And I fucking let her do it when I should have, like, smacked her and gotten, go and get a phlebotomist who isn't yeah. going to stick a needle in my fucking forearm like I'm Ugh. getting an insulin shot. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh. It's such a mess. A bad oh. phlebotomist is a, so frightening to no, It's me. such a nightmare. They can really fuck you up. Yes. It's like, terrifying. Your veins are important. Yes. And <laughs> seeing not a her, joke. while it was still on my arm, angle the needle at different angles. Oh, I was like, no. 
Ooh, like I'm just uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. I can't deal with it. I was just like, like I was like, um, you can stop. <laughs> yeah, just, Jesus. Ugh. I I went back for other doctor's appointments mm. while my arm was still all fucked up, and I was like, look at what she <laughs> did to me. And there, everybody I talked to was like, holy shit. Yeah. Why it would she be put there. it there? It shouldn't be there. That's not where it belongs. I know that you can see a vein kind of, but that's just not what you do. No. No. There's you, too much meat. There's no, too much meat too, there. It, it has to go too deep. There are too many muscles. Just do it right here because it's the closest to the skin. Yeah. It's where everybody it's does like, it. It's right. It's like a tissue paper of skin <laughs> where she decided she's going to go through like four walls of muscle <laughs> to get to a well, vein. Well, I can see it. Just because she's an idiot. Oh, my God. Oh, so Oh, but when they when they twirl it around in the vein, it was a nightmare. I've slapped nurses before when I had surgery when I was thirteen. You slapped one. I slapped a nurse. Oh no, I don't remember doing it. That's how fucked up I was. (laughs) That's cool. Yep, they were trying to change my IV again. I think, and it was hurting me, so I slapped a nurse. Oh, you know what always makes me like a little is in TV shows when someone has an IV and they rip it out against the grain. Oh, God. No. What? I'm like, just pull it. Just pull it the other way. (laughs) I don't remember seeing anything It's whenever someone, it happened in Buffy recently where Faith like sees, it's usually when someone's like angry and they're like, ah, and they rip it off, but they pull it against. I'm like, no, just the other. Why would they do that? Have they never had an IV before? That's like, not that's what you would do. Gonna like tear your you might, yeah hand like, and just pull so. your eyeball out of your head. Why don't you? <laughs> Jesus, such a nightmare. <laughs> um. Anyway, great Molin Eagle Rock. <laughs> great Molin Eagle Rock. My marijuana dispenser mm. b- dispensary is there in Eagle Rock. Mm-hmm. I love Eagle Rock. It's great. I want to live there. I do too. Um. I was like, I think that's a place for me. Mm-hmm. My place didn't for Kelly. Live that. Far. It is far. It's just like that extra 15, 20 minutes that makes getting into Hollywood annoying. Yeah. But I wanted to live there. I want to live there really bad. It's just a chiller It has small town vibes, but it's not in a small town. Mm -hmm. They're just like 10 minutes from everything. Yeah. And it has like its own stuff there too. Mm Mm-hmm. Like this fantastic Filipino mall. (laughs) Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. And a Chuck E. Cheese. Anyway, so... Bookstore. Bookstore. So yeah, Ray takes the bait. Yeah. Goes out with uh, Mark. He's upset, but he's letting it happen because he does want to date mm-hmm. Becky. Mm-hmm. Their date is so weird. <laughs> His date with Becky? Yeah. What do they do Mark's on Mark's date with Becky. Well, they go out and they're having a good time. But then, oh yeah, Carrie like insists that he wears Vincent's nicer clothes and drive the Ferrari because right. she said... She said he looks like his mother dresses him mm-hmm. and and to trust her if she Kara cares, Becky's going to care because mm-hmm. she knows how Becky would think. Mm-hmm. That was another big clue. Yeah. And he, he's like, why would she be impressed by a Ferrari? And she's like, just, just trust, trust me. I know how Becky thinks. Which is, she's like, if Becky, d- like, depressing to learn. <laughs> I know. I know. I was bummed by that. Like, I was like, damn. Oh, Becky didn't like his clothes. Come I know. On, Becky. I know. I kind of got mad. I got mad at Becky for that. Yeah. And the car thing too. Harden his khakis and button up. I know. And she was like, "You should never wear blue." Yeah, it's not your color. You should always wear a red belt. Did she say something about him being a winter? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I thought so. (laughs) (laughs) She definitely says that. 
Yeah. Yeah. So the weird thing is when they're like, let's go look at the oil fields. Oh, (laughs) okay. I totally forgot about that part because it was so weird. It's very weird. They, They go up to a fucking oil well. And Mark's like, oh, I used to do this fun thing when I was a kid of jumping on the oil, on the on the rig pump of the Who does that? oil well. And so they do it. And Becky's having a grand old time. She's like really into it. She's loving she's it. She's feeling, she's like just riding the edge. She's upset about Ray. So she's trying to live life to its fullest. Yeah. And then the second Mark says... Don't get dizzy. She gets dizzy immediately. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm going to die. Mark throws a wrench into the oil well. Like, destroys it. it. He destroys an oil well. Yes. To save her. And then they leave. And he also sees, and this is another example of like meddling in something makes things worse. Because when he's talking to Kara about it, and he's kind of and he's also kind of having his own stream of consciousness thing happening where he's like it's because i meddled in this like because i did something she almost died mm-hmm. and then you can see kara's state of mind because she's like yeah but That's you probably true. saved her so yeah. she thinks like you, you're gonna fuck something up if you try to like mess with it too much but you can save it mm-hmm. and he's like i shouldn't yeah have done it's this. him that's a good point it's like him him knowing that he shouldn't have intervened Mm -hmm. between Becky and Ray but her thinking that Mark can fix everything Mm -hmm. Mark slash Vincent can save everything like she really just by the end of her life Becky is like Mark would have made all the difference in Mm -hmm. the world like she can't stop thinking about Mark she can't stop thinking about what would have been she misses him she found out he died when he was 29 Mm -hmm. that like just put an extra halo of yeah. Of like sainthood mm-hmm. around him, which is probably why Vincent, because like Kara conjured Mark as Vincent out of her brain, essentially. Yeah. Um, I think also so that, yeah, that's really interesting to make yeah. that parallel. I think it also like reflects um, people's tendencies to like, like her fixation with Mark can fix everything. Yep. It's like one of those things where like people tend to like, assign so much importance to like a singular event or a person Mm -hmm. because like yeah her life got really fucked up she dies of asphyxiation in the space station after the world is like in flames like you think of the one who got away but really like yeah the you could have had a good relationship with that person but you wouldn't have stopped being yourself with that person you still would have had all your issues they'd have their own issues it's Mm -hmm. not like that would have been like click soulmates right like you're still gonna be your dumb self and i think she also came to realize and i would a thing that i liked about this book was that like it's not just black and white it's not like there's just hate between frederick and becky and there's or i'm sorry frederick and kara and that like ray like there isn't just this thing where it's like oh ray and um and becky just didn't love each other at all because yeah. then we learn that there is love between them. Mm-hmm. They did truly love each other. Um, yeah, so after the date, that's when they find out that Frederick came back too. Oh, because Ray, <gasps> Frederick told Ray yes. who Kara was, sort of, or that like Kara had tricked him. Mm-hmm. And now Mark was dating Becky. And he like, gave Ray a gun. 
Yeah. Um, and so that's how Kara finds out Frederick came back with them mm-hmm. or after them. And then Frederick kidnaps Vincent. Yeah. That's when Kara has to tell Mark everything. Well, they find out that he's kidnapped Vincent because oh, there's a heart. Yeah. Kara's like, so first she's like, wait, someone told Ray. And she's like, I fucking know who told Ray. Mm-hmm. And the whole time Mark's like, who? And she's like, yeah, you're not, Mark you're going to like, see. What the fuck is going yeah. on? She's like, let's go home. We have to find Vincent because Vincent's in trouble. He's like, you've they, been weird this whole time. I've known <laughs> yeah. What is this? What is it? He's like, you have to tell me. She's like, one second. They go home and she's like, hang oh, on. Hold the like, Holy fuck. And there is a heart on the counter. And it's stabbed <laughs> yeah, with a, a knife. <laughs> in a heart. And it, it's so that you think it's Vincent, but really it's just like he went to the local butcher. Yeah, because they were like, to intimidate them. Yeah, that was a weird like, thing. They're or, like, oh, this is... What it was is it was like cliffhanger to the chapter. <laughs> yeah, there is a the heart. next chapter, it was like, we realized that that wasn't what it was. Yeah, and he's like, and it wasn't really human blood because um, I have some blood on myself because I got punched in the face and it didn't look the same. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't remember that Yeah, part. he's like, it wasn't human blood. And I was like, wait, so like he just like bought some pig's blood in a heart? Yeah, he went full carry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cool. We're f- full mean girls in Terry. Yeah. Um, so that's when Kara has to tell Mark everything. So this is, I'm going to look in the book a little bit now because I was kind of speeding through this part, I guess, just because, not because I wanted to get it over with, but because I was so excited to get to this part where Kara explains that they're from the future. But then it wasn't nearly as satisfying as I remembered it being. Yeah, there are still some kind of holes. It doesn't make... Everything happens way too quickly. Mm-hmm. Their ages don't really make sense. No, and I They're, think there was a lot of explaining away. Because, like, she was like, mm, I, like, how old do you think I am? And he's like, I don't know, like, 20. And she's like, mm, okay. She's, well, she's like, I decided to come back as this age. Yeah. You can't tell how old I am when she, really she's like... In her 40s or 50s. I guess so, but yeah. that's still, like, that's not old enough for him to be a general. Yeah, I know. I was like, they have to be, like, 65 at least. Um, Oh, here it is. The heart thing. It was old. It smelled of formaldehyde. It could have been stolen from a medical school right. supply room. Blood was fresh. Didn't have the consistency of human blood. Right. Because he's like, it's on me. I, I had my... a fair amount of the latter available on my shirt with which to make a comparison. Funny. <laughs> That's funny. Um oh yeah, this is a weird Kara's always talking about Vincent in this weird way. Uh Vincent's not like that. He trusts in the moment. That's how he's enlightened. Uh he knows everything's going to be fine. And if even if he isn't, he doesn't mind. <laughs> she paused a brief spasm of grief, causing her right cheek to twitch. But I shouldn't talk about the differences between you two. And then that's where it's like Mark is Vincent and Vincent is mm-hmm. Mark. And she's like, okay, so she's like, now that you know everything, you need to act quick because he has Vincent and Vincent does not have a long time to live if we know what we know about Frederick slash Ray. Mm-hmm. And she's like, he's cuckoo. He's going to like kill Vincent. And she's like, so what you're going to do is she's like, remember when you were feeling like really weird when your head was right next to Vincent's head and he's like oh my god yes and she's like okay that wasn't a heart thing you guys are the same person and now just like beam yourself into Vincent's head and he's like cool and he does it and he's being tortured by Frederick who's like where is your double 
because mm-hmm. he wants to take him out, basically nip it in the bud. And he's like, I guess, brave because it's not his body. It's like another person's body problem. So he's like, you're you're not good in bed. You're Also, this. he can just sort of like feel Vincent with him a little bit. So he feels he safe. Knows, he knows Vincent is, is going to be like ready to let go. Yeah. He knows that Frederick's going to kill Vincent no mm-hmm. matter what. So he gets it a few jabs. Mm-hmm. And then he gets his throat slit. Yeah. But in, so in his death, he also experiences his, what his life would have been yeah. without Vincent and Kara because that was Vincent's life. Yeah. Of the, like, yeah. D- never meeting them. But in his, so, so interesting. In his previous life, mm-hmm. when Vincent was Mark and mm-hmm. there was no Vincent and Kara. Right. He dreamt about Vincent and Kara. That was interesting. And wrote it all as a story. Mm-hmm. This is so Christopher Pike. I know. It's so Christopher Pike because it's it's all Starlight Crystal mm-hmm. and this and that and way last vampire. Mm-hmm. Um, so then he writes this story about having these two friends. And then on the night he's going to die, even though this Mark doesn't know he's going to die, he mm. burns the manuscript. Yeah. And then he just like dies in his bed. Mm-hmm. So then our Mark knows what his life was. Yeah, because he basically absorbs the memories of Vincent. And, or Vincent, like, shows, yeah, shows them him or something. Sh- yeah. Um, and I think that also the fact that, like, had he never met uh, Vincent and Kara, mm-hmm. that he, he wrote still, it in the yeah. book and, and dreamt about them, I think is, like, Christopher Pike kind of saying, like, you know, you can only change things so much. Like, that he was always going to either dream about these people or, like, the timelines are so intertwined that, like, yeah, they bleed. Yeah, like this was always going to happen even though it didn't happen Yeah, kind of a thing. And he even admits, which I think is yeah, him kind of saying. It's like, mm, it's, I can't explain this. And, mm, timelines are <laughs> fucked up. Mm, uh, here's what I think it was. Yeah. So, yeah. After everything's done and finished with, Mark is like, mm. so Kara's story had some holes. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I get it. You guys are confused. Me too. <laughs> Let's not worry. I guess we can't explain it ever. <laughs> which... It's fair for a time travel. Yeah, I mean, it happens. Supernatural death and enlightened being story. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that, um, so as we keep going on um, in chronologically in the story, mm-hmm. when he's like, he, uh, so basically after uh, Victor is killed by, or Vincent, I'm sorry. I was like, okay. After Vincent, Vincent is killed <laughs> by Frederick, um, Kara's like freaking out. She's like, we yeah, gotta get rid gotta. of him at the nub. She's like, we gotta get rid of we him. We gotta at- get to that nub. Yeah, we, she's like, we gotta get to it. <laughs> we gotta burn that yeah, nub. We gotta burn that nub. So she's like, we gotta go and kill Ray. Ray. And yeah, he's so like, she's whoa. like, murder. Yeah. But he's all lightheaded from his. Yeah. He's like, wait, I'm still kind of traveling to Vincent's brain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm all Vincented out. Yeah. He's like, I can't. And she's like, okay, bye. And so she yeah. leaves. She's, she's like, like, I'm gonna take her out of there. Yeah. And so he's like, fuck, okay, I got to go get Becky because Becky's going to, if I can know where Vincent Vincent was, I can use Becky to get into Kara's mind and figure out how she's going to try to fucking kill Ray. Yeah, how Kara thinks. And so he tells Becky everything and she's like, "Mm," and he's like, just trust me. She doesn't tell her. Oh, right. He's like, just trust me. Yeah. He's like, look, Ray is in danger. Mm -hmm. You can be mad at me some more tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, because Ray tells Becky. Right. She's like, I don't trust you. Yeah. So she's mad at Mark 
Um, oh, yeah. When they're driving there, he's like, Kara's going to kill Ray. So you have to tell me how you would kill Ray. Right. Blah, blah, blah. And then he says something like, don't you think it's interesting that her name is Kara? That's how he and, tells and her who she like, is. And he's like, what's your first name? And she says, Kara. And he, he says, but you only tell that to people who you really love. And she's, she's like, like oh, how damn. did you know that? And then, but then she says, oh, I whispered that to you when you were sleeping last night. Yeah. So she did tell Mark her name was Kara. Yeah. But then also so Ray knew her him. name was Kara. Nope. Nope, he Ray didn't. didn't know. Ray didn't know. She never told Ray her first but name. But she dies for him. Yeah. People are complicated. People are complicated. Yeah. So Kara, no. So Becky is like, oh, well, I would do it this way because I thought about doing it after I found out he went out with Kara. Mm-hmm. She's like, I would hit him with a car. Yeah. I'd hit him with my car when he's leaving the bookstore. And of course, so, he parks so fucking far away from, from where the entrance is. Yeah. So it's like so long that he's walking the parking yep. lot. And sure enough, careening around the corner, Kara in a Ferrari. In her Ferrari, she's pedaled to the metal. Mm-hmm. She's gonna run him over, and before Becky even thinks about it, she jumps in front of the car. She to save stops him. it, and oh and right, the, the guard, her. the guard comes out. Ugh, but God, it's so complicated. After Ray has shot Kara, yes, for hitting Becky, yes, he's then pissed. R- R- Becky and Kara are dying. Yeah, Becky's done for. But yeah, that the mall security guard who's like high on cocaine, <laughs> yeah, comes out, um, sees, and then Mark is like, "Oh, this is Becky's twin, Kara." Yeah, and they're like, right. "Oh yeah, I guess it is." Yeah, I guess they look alike. Um, so then Ray takes Ray takes Becky to the hospital. Yeah, and Mark he, takes Kara to the cave, hoping that being in the cave is going to prevent her from dying because he thinks. It's not subject to the laws of yeah. physics. He's like, it'll be fine. We'll just take you into the cave. Yeah. I, I, because when she was like, oh, we came back, we just came back through this cave. And also, it's because I remember reading something and I was a little bit confused by it, where it's like, if they're in the cave, they don't like s- cease to exist. But like, if the second they step out, they cease to exist. That's like how they say goodbye, I think. Or was it just... The cave has no effect at all. He just okay. thought it might really, when Kara's dying, she just wanted to see the moon. The, oh, that's right. So he takes Kara like, there. try to tell Mark mm-hmm. something about the universe or <laughs> human nature or yeah, something. something. Well, Nothing's real. We're all beings of love. So they did show us something in that, or he, he learned something about human nature mm-hmm. in that when, um, so Frederick's there and he's like, I'm going to fucking kill you guys. Mm-hmm. And she's like, mm, think again. Like, let's talk about what we used to be. No, Mark says that. Mark says, you guys talk Mark, about how you used to be. Mark convinces them to go into Ray Their and selves. Becky's minds. And because be, he's like, Becky was willing to die for Ray. Ray was yeah. willing to kill for Becky. Yeah. Go into their minds. You clearly loved each other at one point. And they do that. And it Becky's is sad. dying. She's floating. Yeah. So Kara, when she goes back, she's just floating above. Becky's body mm-hmm. and she can see Ray grieving. Yeah. And Ray's so sad. Mm-hmm. And then Frederick. And then I think him seeing that happen and seeing her death does change him in a way. Yeah. Ray and Frederick. And understanding too, because I think that when Frederick goes into Ray, he does impart some of that understanding that he's experiencing as well into Ray. I think that there is some learning. I interpreted on both ends. it as Ray was 
just changed by Becky's death. Becky's death. But Frederick was changed by being in his old self. And remembering what it felt like to Becky love her. Used to be. Yeah. yeah. And then, so then he comes back and he's like, Frederick just lets go. Yeah. And he, he is just like, goodbye. And walks out of the cave. Yeah. And he zoop, disappears. Yep. And the then, end of the, the 30 days is up. Mm-hmm. And Kara dies. Kara dies, but she has... Excuse me, I'm yawning. It's so late, you guys. But she has Mark Mm. take her out to look at the moon. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I'm the moon. Mm -hmm. The moon is me. You're the moon. We're all the moon. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She's she's like, the reason I've been obsessed with the moon is that it's everything. Mm -hmm. And she tried to find that part. um, Oh. Oh. Oh, like open right (laughs) No, not quite. I've opened on Mark's speculation about what the fuck? Yeah. What is this? Is that you making that sound or my tum? I thought it was maybe my tum. Oh, it was our tums together. It's maybe they're in perfect in unison. Harmony. <laughs> I thought my tum was going like, ah. Um, so blah, blah, blah. He's saying, can't I take you to the hospital? I am at the hospital. I'm floating in the same way. The moon floats in the sky. I don't understand. It doesn't matter, she said. It's not your time yet. That won't be for a long time. I love you, Mark. In the years to come, you must never forget that. Don't be sad and you'll live forever. Kara kissed me gently on the lips. She hugged me tight. I love you more than the sun and the moon put together. Even with my lousy clothes, she (laughs) smiled. Look at the moon and close your eyes, Mark. Don't let go of me. I turned my gaze. The moon was so bright. Even when I shut my eyes, I could still see an impression of it in my mind. An impression that went deep, like the last thought at the time of death. It grew in both size and brilliance, and I focused on it. Soon it was as bright as the real moon outside my body, brighter even, and I almost forgot the real one for a moment. But then I opened my eyes and lowered my head, and I was standing alone on the outside, and Kara was gone. That's sad. Yeah. <laughs> and then 10 years have gone by since that night. <laughs> a lot has changed. He's like, uh, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, record screech. <laughs> I think this happened. Yeah. Maybe like, it was this. He's like, I've had some time to think. And um, so it didn't all make sense. <laughs> yeah. 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 So then it's just him going, I think it was this. Oh, right. Because remember then he's like, I think that she actually had died, that Kara had died in um the space station and had run into yes. Vincent in heaven. Yeah. Because like he's like, what the fuck? Who runs into someone in a beautiful forest? He's like, that sounds like heaven. So he's like And he thinks the illumni, alumni Illumni are like says, them, yeah. their souls from like a very distant future. Kara talked about superior beings from another planet. I could just see how she thought that she was in outer space when bright light suddenly swept in and rescued everybody. But from that point on, her story was filled with one inconsistency and coincidence after another. I don't think she even realized it. Um, I think supposedly that supposedly had no bodies, but they needed spaceships to get around. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. And it also, I mean, I think him thinking that it's them from the distant future makes more sense because it just makes more sense that like there would be an investment in yourself and like in improvement. Than like these alien beings coming and being like, you get a second chance. Yeah. I thought his explanation made more sense. And maybe he yeah, had written well, the I'm whole sure. book and he was like, fuck, that doesn't make sense. He's, he's like, like, what? And he's like, what did I just write? <laughs> and then he's like, oh, I'll just add an, like a thing at the end where I say 10 years later, I thought it was this. I mean, it is true that she's insane. She's like, you were frozen. Um, yeah. <laughs> she's and like, then, then I, I saw I you. you. <laughs> the alumni found you. 
Um, yeah, I think Kara was wrong. I think the popsicle Mark Form theory was given to her. Just funny. Good, yeah. Good one, Mark That's Form. It's funny. funny. Um, I'm the only one who was thought out. How exactly did the alumni bring me back to life? They weren't God. They were just supposed to be friendly aliens. But he thinks that. Yeah, he thinks oh, that, that they just like. Story. Did you hear that? I like, thought it was Arr. mine again. I so he's like, I think they just went into the proverbial light. Yeah, and he and I think, yeah, he's kind of sticking to his idea that the light is or those like orbs are like at least their essence or something, because he doesn't know. So he's like on the brink of like maybe dying at the end of the book. And he's, oh, here's the part I didn't. I wasn't even thinking about this when I read it. This is interesting. Okay. Mm. So he's talking about when he was in Vincent's body mm-hmm. and Frederick slit his throat. Mm-hmm. He says, then I reviewed my entire life, even the end of it, while I simultaneously experienced the end of Vincent's life. <coughs> Excuse me. It was the most horrible thing to go through, yet it eventually brought me to a place of wonderful joy. In the end, before Kara called me back, I went into a bright light. I was the bright light. There was no difference. There was only one. Okay. Then I saw the space station. Yes, it's true I responded to Kara when she called to me. The question is, to which Kara did I respond? The one waiting by my side in the cave or the one dying aboard the space station? So they are the beams. They are the lights. He thinks. He thinks that each of... That he brought that Vincent with him Mm -hmm. in his death to Kara Mm -hmm. and then they came back together. And it's all just like this feedback Because she was dying, Yeah. yeah. So it's like when you die, you are everyone. And when and that Vincent too is so enlightened because he experienced his own death, he was the and death. death, the death, yeah. yeah. It's so it's just like this. He was he was Mark in death, mm-hmm. and Mark's knowledge of the existence of Kara and Vincent brought Mark in his death to Kara aboard mm-hmm. the space station, mm-hmm. which is where Vincent was created for Kara, and mm-hmm. so Kara then came back in time with Mm -hmm. that dead Vincent. Yeah. The dead Mark named Vincent. And so he now is on the brink of dying of his heart condition. Yeah, he's writing all this. And he says, I know I will see a light when the dawn finally comes. The cool white light of the moon, shining forever in a star universe that goes on forever. Or the warm light of the sun, burning brilliantly in a sky all its own. A sky that lasts only a day. I know I will either live or die. I wish I could say which it will be. And I think it might be one of those things that like school of thought, and I might just sound really ignorant right now, that school of thought where it's like you're always living. Like It's just like everything is always happening always. So it's like he's always dying or living or like being Vincent or being himself always. And it's just like everything. Yeah, time is. um, Yeah. All things are happening at once. Yeah. It's not linear. So I think he's kind of saying, like, "Mm, I'm going to do one of these. And I think him saying, like, I'm not going to make a decision at this point. I'm just going to I wish I knew what what it was, but I'm just going to let it happen. Is him hopefully in an evolved state dealing with this rather than doing what Kara would have done. Yeah. Which is like, I'm going to fucking change it. It's a lot. It's a lot to take in. (laughs) Oh, we forgot to mention the fact that Mark finally figures out how to win at decision, which is to exit the game and not play. Yep. Don't play. And don't do anything. And then the game goes, you won. Mm -hmm. Congratulations. Um, And then Mark, after all this happens, Mark goes on to create decision. Everybody's computers are 
you know, have caught up with mm-hmm. it and can run the the game, mm-hmm. which is funny because I think by the time this was the case, uh, there were probably just gaming consoles instead of computers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But everybody plays and it's like taught to kids as like the dangers of that's nuclear right. warfare. That's right. Kids are required um, to so play I think this that's game. That's interesting. Yeah. And so he kind of makes a small fortune from that. I guess it's not a small fortune. It's just a fortune. I think he buys that house. He does. With the cave, yeah. He wants that house with the cave. Because he, he misses. there and he looks at the moon. What a lonely. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. It's my throat. Because uh, I had water. I had water. Um, I think that's so lonely to. It's incredibly sad. Make a friend, Mark. Yeah. Just I mean, make a lives, damn friend. He lives alone. Nobody told you you had to be alone forever. He lives alone. And he like. To know. That you, that that you ha- felt this closeness with someone, and it turns out it was just you. Just it was like, just you, and then this girl that ends up dying. Ugh. Go go make a friend. Yeah, he needs go to make go make a friend. Ten years by yourself, nobody. <laughs> people don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Nobody does that. Who do you think you are, Mark? Come on. <laughs> go to a coffee shop. Strike up a conversation. Go go like I'm join not some kind of social thing club. In the world. Uh, sign up for an improv class. Yeah. That's where I made all my friends. That's where I made all my friends. Although we do talk a lot about how we don't have real friends. Don't have friends. But we have acquaintances. We he have could acquaintance. have an acquaintance. Look, he could have someone that he like Facebook chats with. he never asks anyone out again. Never. Does Come he not want to have sex? No, remember, every he now does and then? have sex sometimes. Remember? He oh, dates does he say around. That? Yeah, he's like, I dated some and like, I slept with them, but like, um, n- no one was as wonderful as Kara. <laughs> to you. <laughs> So sad it's life for him. Been seven hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, into into that water Since bottle. Since future Kara killed herself in the past, killed ah. herself in the past. That's my horrible version <laughs> of nothing compares to you. <laughs> what do you think, guys? I'm still workshopping. You know what? Try it out at some coffee shops. Go to some open mics. Thank you. Sing it out. Mm-hmm. Make a See, friend. Make some friends. Maybe you'll meet Mark. Yeah. And he'll be like, I've been living alone for 10 years. I'm about to die. Like, yeah. I'll fuck your ass, but. <laughs> I'll fuck you, but I won't be I'm your not friend. not interested in anything else. <laughs> One night stands for this guy. Mm-hmm. Nothing compares to Becky Kara. Mm-hmm. Kara Becky. Kara Becky. Aw. Kara Becky. Kara Becky. Um, yeah, I still... So the explanation of the future and nuclear war didn't really make a lot of sense. No. Terminator version makes more sense than this. Mm-hmm. Where it's like the computers just became sentient. The singularity. Sentient. Sentient. Um, I mm-hmm. felt like this book, because also this was very rushed. So simplistic. Yeah. Yeah. Which I get it. This book, because it felt so rushed and also because it, rang so similarly to Starlight Crystal, mm-hmm. I feel like is similar to the relationship between uh Gimme a Kiss and what was the redo of that book? Fall into Darkness. Yes. <laughs> uh yeah. I think he keeps they're I different mean, honestly enough, I think but... Christopher Pike, as we all do, just keeps perfecting good for him. The same you know, ideas 
that yeah. he has in his mind. So, I mean, he's yeah. got bills to pay, so he's going to turn those books out. Sure. But also, like, everybody is obsessed with their own certain themes. Like, Joss Whedon is obsessed with the idea of a family that you create, mm-hmm. not that you're born into, mm-hmm. and, like, what your obligations are and the price of, you know, being, like, putting yourself on the line and trying to mm-hmm. save everybody, be a savior. The heaviness of being a savior. The, the weight of the world. Yeah, the whole weight of the, the world. Weight of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and all, yeah, like, and fate versus like trying to fight that. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, Christopher Pike certainly has uh, themes that he's pretty obsessed with. Yeah, he's obsessed with dying angels, D- dying like very sickly, beautiful angels. Mm-hmm. He's obsessed with also fate, like trying to fight fate. Stories about. The things that just happened, <laughs> or them all being the story. Everything you just read is just a story that somebody was yeah. writing. Yeah. Um. And also, like things that people encounter, like media, media that people encounter in the books, like reflects things that are happening in the book, mm-hmm. like eight different ways. Spirituality and enlightenment, mm-hmm. definitely very really likes thinking about enlightenment and what that means thinks that we're all one mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. they're like at the core we're all one i bet he's buddhist i can see that krishna figures heavily into the last vampire really it's full-on character man cool cool what's cool. our next book in this witch witch w-i-t-c-h not witch which is it and as a person it's the or is a person holding two sandwiches? Yes. Which? <laughs> which witch? Which witch? I am not a huge fan of which witch. Uh, I don't know that I've ever been. Sandwich place? It's okay. Maybe. It's fine. I don't know. I don't know. Try it. F- figure out for yourself whether you like that place. You know what I'm all about? What? All about the bread. I heard that place is good. It's so good. I heard good. their bread's good. The bread is so good. Yeah. It's actually named. Yeah. I want to try that place. It's cool. For everybody outside of LA, it is a sandwich shop called All, all About, about the, bread. the Bread. Welcome to All About the Bread, <laughs> the <laughs> podcast where we discuss all things young adult bread. <laughs> <laughs> young adult bread. Um, cool. Yeah, so I think we see you later. Yeah, I I liked this book, but it made me miss Starlight Crystal. I was yeah, like, oh, I want to read Starlight Crystal. I I really really loved this book when I was a teenager. I could see that, but it didn't quite hold up Mm-mm. in my adult self. Just because, just because the future stuff was so rushed, mm-hmm. everything was just rushed. Yeah, I just want a longer book. I guess. Yeah, I like a longer book. I like a I longer like book a too. More I like just more time. Yeah, to just kind of character rest in development. It. Yeah, I wanted to rest in him getting to know Vincent and Kara before the whole breakup, Becky and Wraith became yeah. a thing. Me too. Mm-hmm. I wanted more time where it was just Mark and Becky. Mark and Becky after man. they got broken up. Yeah, I wanted more time in the future i would have liked to go to the future i would have loved just a whole passage of kara's last days on the space station yeah and then a whole passage of being reunited with vincent mm-hmm. and then and then a little bit more about frederick and kara yeah i i would have loved i was just imagining like just a chapter if this had been like if we were going back and forth how he sometimes likes to do mm-hmm. um with like her last days on yeah, the space station to him now. 
Yeah, once we think find out cool. about everything, mm-hmm. if it would just jump forward to that space station, that would have been so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really cool. Yeah. Well, so basically, my only criticism is that I want more Christopher Pike. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what, that's such a what a lovely criticism. Mm-hmm. Like, please, we just want yeah, more of you. Just more. Um, cool. I'm excited to read which. It's so it's not this which world is this just no it's different oh do you mm-hmm. like which do you remember it I don't remember it that well I've already started reading it it's I do remember liking it it's not one of my favorites okay I just it's a good one is it about witches it is about witches which <laughs> all so right cool. theoretically my boyfriend Mike Carlson will be on the witch episode yeah we'll see if he decides he if wants he to read can, the whole thing. If he can handle finishing the book. <laughs> cool. Um, I mean, I, I have to read it first and then he just might not. Oh, get, that's why you got to started it. so quick. Well, also, like, we were supposed to record on Mindy? forever ago. Yeah, forever ago. We kept pushing it. Yeah. But we had to watch the debate. I know. So that we could be. What a doozy, huh? What a doozy. My goodness. My goodness. Wow, what a mess. A real mess. Big time. I mean, I know that anybody who supports Trump is going to view that as a win for him. Although a lot of people didn't. I mean, it didn't change their vote, but Trump supporters were like, ooh, he bungled that. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, for shitty ways, because they're like, why wasn't he attacking her more? Yeah, (laughs) I could see that. But everybody, a lot of them do see it as like, oh, he was the weaker one. She Mm kind of trounced him. Mm-hmm. Which she did. She, I mean, she did. Ugh, ran circles around. Yeah, that it was. Uh, yeah, I mean, it it certainly didn't change my mind. If anything, um, she did better even than I was expecting. I knew he uh, oh, was really? going to be a mess. I knew that she was going to come out better, but she handled herself so well. She I was thought. so like just yeah. She was and she was really good at diffusing him. Yeah, and, and with like aplomb. Him. Yeah, yeah, aplomb, aplomb, aplomb. A plum, I think. I yeah, think a, a plum. plum. Anyway, uh, Trump's. Anyway, so yeah, debate. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why we're recording tonight at yeah. a much later time than we're used yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. But it's only ten thirty now, mm-hmm. which is when we thought we'd be ending. And here we are at the end. <laughs> at the end. Um, cool. I'm excited to read which. Yeah. I'm excited for more supernaturally type stuff. I yeah. like that kind of stuff. And then after that is Whisper of Death, which is. Sort of a melding of supernatural and the old, all these friends. <laughs> these friends have a <laughs> these secret. These friends have a secret and they have to figure it out. <laughs> um, somebody died. Cool. Uh, yeah, but that's a good one. Cool. Memory serves. And we probably have a guest for that one too. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yep. Um, um, yeah. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Uh, Subscribe. Right. S- yes, please. Follow. Follow us on Facebook Twitter, on Twitter. Facebook, Teen Creeps Pod. Mm-hmm. Teen Creeps Pod at Gmail, on Twitter, on Facebook. Yeah. Yep. So we're going to be bringing in we're gonna be people mixing it up. with, yeah, people are going to be allowed to bring in their own favorite young adult mm-hmm. books. And we'll talk about those, break up the pikeness. <laughs> um, then we'll go back to pike. And if cool. people don't have a book they want to bring in, we're assigning them a pike book. They got to do it. My boyfriend and... And Michael Capristo. Cool. All right. Thanks for tuning in, you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, Keep it real. See you stay later. Stay cool. <laughs> Catch up with you next week. Bye. Bye-bye.